0: from Indianapolis, Indiana. Welcome to the Crossroads Sports Radio Show, presented by Scott K. Nichols and State Farm Insurance. And now, here's your hosts, Brandon Reef and Jonathan Birdsong.
1: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Crossroads Sports Radio, episode number 287. I'm your host, Brandon Reef be joined momentarily by my co-host, Jonathan Birdsong. It is the week, the week of the big game. The big game is this Sunday. We are, let's see, there's four days away from the big game. San Francisco 49ers versus the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, myself and Jonathan, we'll talk college, uh, uh, we'll talk NFL news and notes. We'll talk Super Game Preview, about said the word. Uh, don't want to get sued for it, but uh, we'll talk the big game and more. Myself and JB, we've got NBA Pacers updates. Uh, NBA All Star Weekend is <clears throat> next weekend here in Indianapolis, so we're excited about that. We've got the NBA trade deadline tomorrow. What's going to happen with the trade deadline? Are the Pacers going to make a move? They going to sit tight? Uh, myself and John will talk that. College basketball. Uh, myself and JB, we're going to be joined by. A uh, friend of the program, Nick Peterson, at the bottom of the hour, we're going to talk college basketball, the state teams here in the state of Indiana, Purdue, Indiana, Ball State, uh, Indiana State, and Butler, and uh, maybe a little Notre Dame. But uh, we're going to talk that and more, and then some uh, just some news and notes from around, some quick hitters and such. But can't do any of that without my co-host, my pilot, uh, the quarterback, co quarterback of the team, Jonathan song J B, how are you?
2: There you go, man. I'm I'm I'll be the leader of the defense, man. You 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 can be leader of the offense. I'll be a leader of the defense. How about that?
3: Okay. okay. <laughs> but like now nah, man. Try tra- tra- tra-
2: there you go. It's great to be back on man and, and talk uh some sports. I know uh, marches are right around the corner and we got a lot of uh conference basketball. Uh, heating up, whether it's Big Ten, Horizon League, SEC, or Big 12, and whatnot, and uh, I know it's going to be a little basketball heavy tonight, man, but, like, no, I heck, I, I, but without – it can't be too heavy because, you know, the big game, the Super Bowl, is right around – is on Sunday. So, like, uh, what do you want to dive into
1: first, Brandon? Um, I'm going to go to the NFL, but I want to do a hypothetical first. I want to ask okay, a, sure. just a different question every uh, every week. I just It's just a thing. John, for your opinion, and then I'll give mine. What time zone do you feel is the best to watch a sports game in? Is it the East, Central, <laughs> Mountain, or West? For you, what you think? What do you think is the best time zone to watch a sports game? I'm
2: gonna I'm be, I'm gonna sound like a super homer. And even though now we have daylight saving time here in Indiana, which which you know said for 40 years of my life, we didn't. <laughs> right or something like that, but like now I'm gonna have to say central. Central was the best time zone to to watch a program and to like you know what I'm saying because you you know it would come on at a reasonable hour and go off at a reasonable hour. Man, sometimes you know you don't necessarily get that with a Pacific time zone or even uh, Eastern Standard.
1: Right, I'm gonna say that as well. Like Central Time, man. Like when we were in Nashville with the wife and we were sports games, like put to put my bets in is like, oh God, these are starting at six o'clock, not seven o'clock. And then we got the nightcap games that start at night nine o'clock or nine thirty and you're not staying up until ten thirty for a tip off or a Lakers game or a Clippers game or the Suns or something like yes. the Warriors. It's like I I don't know if it's my old age, but I'm not I you know how many games <laughs> I'm actually seeing the end of? Well, no not not many right, not sorry. many anymore.
2: Right well, now, there's more games that they that they produce, whether it's football, basketball, or even baseball. They, there's more games that they put out there, and it's not necessarily a highlighted game. So you have to kind of, you know, we you all have to kind of pick and choose. Uh, and you know what, the big, uh,
1: yeah, yeah, you know the big game that I ain't gonna get sued for it. You know the big game they probably do it the best. <laughs> the fact it starts at six eighteen every year. You know yeah. they've started the. Uh, that little bit. It used to be 9.18 p.m. every freaking year. College football, they brought it back now almost like at the top of the hour, like 7.50 something. That used to be late, mm-hmm. like 8.30. So they're starting to. But yeah, Central Time, 100% is the time to watch a sporting event. And I don't know if I can do the West, John. I'm trying to get home from work and the game started. I mean, you got this year to do whatever. But well, you
2: you know that West Coast time is you know for all the, all the international people. You know what I'm saying, and it's really, I don't really think the West Coast is for West Coast time, even though it's they're affected by. it. I don't really think West Coast time is for NFL. That's really more so for all the international games that the NBA runs. But as 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 we all know, the NFL is trying to go international. Uh, as uh, uh, I don't know if we want to talk about this. Hey, Duke, the, the Philadelphia Eagles play a home game in, in Brazil next year.
1: Yeah. And it's a Friday game to start the season. Did you hear Goodell say that in his press conference? They're going to have a Friday. Yeah, I know, so I yeah, the NFL opening game on Thursday. Then you have one on Friday, and then Sunday and Monday. Wow. Well, look.
2: I don't ever think Brandon. I don't. I don't know we're kind of going back and forth, man. I don't ever think they'll get a team over in another country, but they're definitely going to try and to put the, the NFL in in, in, you know, yeah. in a different in a different zone different you know some different eyes and whatnot but that, that kind of sucks uh as those fans lose <laughs> a home game.
1: Right, right, for sure. Um the big game Sunday uh is gonna be played out there at Allegiant Field, the uh Death Star um Kansas City Chiefs <laughs> versus Forty ers Forty ers currently two point favorites. Over under is forty seven and a half uh john we've got field issues the grass i saw a couple pictures of the field the grass looked like shit um i I, i hope nobody gets injured knock on wood for this game but that uh that field does not look good uh patty mahomes is embracing the booing the uh the villain role uh if they end up winning A lot of 49ers fans there, John. I think they've got the home field, obviously, with a not too far from San Fran, closer than obviously in Kansas City. But uh, Mm -hmm. I'm expecting a good game in this one. I can't wait. Uh, It's a rematch, Super Bowl, back in 2020. Shout out. Remember, just three weeks later, COVID hit and shut everything down. So let's hope that doesn't repeat Mm -hmm. uh, the process. But, uh, yeah, Super Bowl or big game preview. Your thoughts?
2: Um. Just, I was trying to, you know, you know trying to figure out a way to convince myself to take Kansas City. I mean, to take, excuse me, to take the 49ers. And even with the line, you know what I'm saying, giving them the heads up, you know what I'm saying, two points. I still couldn't, still don't feel, necessary. I mean, I think it'll be close. And I think that's why it's only two points. Uh, Brock Purdy, you know, a lot of time i you know what I'm saying, game-made, dude, you don't get the Super Bowl, you know what I'm saying, but not, 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 without not being special. Right. So I get it in years past this this they've been bantied about Trent Dilfer's name, he's been bantied about Brad Johnson. If you look at uh their statisticals, you know what I'm saying, like and, and how Brock Perry got like dude, he's a better he's a better it, it, look, look look at the tape. You know what I'm saying? He's a better passer of the ball than all of those two guys who who, who by the way have won you know what I'm saying, who like I said, they won Super Bowls as as quote unquote game managers. but I don't think I don't think Brock Perry is a game manager. And I get it, you know what I'm saying, everybody from Cam Newton to whoever else is all ESPN connected has kind of said, well, he's only the 10th best player. Well, that sounds like Sour Grace. Like, he's the 10th best player on the Super Bowl team, period. And he's the quarterback. He's the leader. You don't ever, they don't question his leadership capabilities. You might question, you know what I'm saying, if he's the 10th best player, I get it. They got a dynamic running back core there. They got a dynamic defense there. But you don't question his leadership capability. And you definitely don't question the 10th for Chips for They don't question, like, you know what I'm saying. Is he the, was he ever the quarterback for them, you know what I'm saying, you know, they they didn't have those issues or anything like that. So he's here. You know what I'm saying? He had a magical season last year. This is even more magical and like I I for me, like get the get that get that crap out, that get that, that narrative out of game management. You get a Super Bowl man, let it rip. Uh but I but I I mean, outside of that, I I you know, I'm kinda gonna stick with my pick, Kansas City, but it's gonna be a close game.
1: I've got the I've got the Chiefs. I've got the future Paul of Famer, Patty Mahomes. Because, sorry, Tanner. Uh, until I see Mahomes get beat, uh, which I mean he got beat by Brady in the Super Bowl a couple of years ago, but until I see them get beat this year, I'm gonna keep rolling with them. I keep winning money off of them, so I have no reason not to continue to take them. I put a future on John before the before the playoffs started on DraftKings that the Chiefs to win the title plus seven hundred uh so i'm looking for that to hit that was a nice 50 dollar bet there so uh i very much want that to uh come to fruition so right i still haven't hedged it yet as we talked last week and told with decot i have i still haven't hedged that bet so i'm trying to decide if i'm going to or not but
2: um, hey man no. i wonder i i know man just for the entertainment purpose man is there a is there a bet if taylor swift makes it to the Super Bowl on time there no, there's
1: like there's not the. I'm sure there is on some markets, but the Indiana uh, legislative has outlawed certain bets that you can and cannot make, not like novelty bets. Um, most some sports books you can bet on the color of the Gatorade that's getting poured, and I've bet that in the past uh, with with <laughs> with like DraftKings and stuff like that. They in the state of Indiana has actually outlawed the Gatorade bet, so you can't even bet on the Gatorade. What? So uh,
3: I'm gonna cool, look right cool. now, real
1: quick. I'm just curious what other novelty bets because I haven't looked in probably four or five days at the mm-hmm. novelty bets to see what they have. Give me a second here. No- I, I think some of
2: them, they got some that are political, man, or whatever, man. I think I'm not sure. I, I thought they had that. I knew knew they was gonna kind of tie um, them.
1: Uh, they've got paper. coin toss. Coin toss outcome is heads or tails. Right. Uh, they've right. got the team to win the coin toss. A scoreigami. For the end final score. Jersey numbers. Uh, jersey number of the first touchdown score over or under 22 and a half. Uh, jersey number of the last touchdown score over or under 22 and a half. So, um, yeah, they've got some of those things. They've got some cross sports specials with golf. Obviously, the Waste Management opens this weekend. So, they've got some of those. John, your Super Bowl MVP right now, the leading candidate they have at plus 125 is your future Hall of Famer, Patty Mahomes. Second, is Brock Purdy. I think it's crazy, John, because McCaffrey is third at plus 475. I mm. think if it's a fourth win, McCaffrey's got to be the MVP, right? I almost got to put a bet on this right now just so I can cover my. Well, that's all right, right? Yeah.
2: I don't know. I think it's going to come down to uh, some dazzling quarterback play. There isn't a defense that's, that's been able to really rattle uh, Patrick Mahomes when he's had protection. Uh, that's one thing we haven't said this year. They've had protection issues. They've had some receiver drops issues, you know what I'm saying? Uh, but they haven't had protection issues, man. So, uh, the defense have stepped up. Brandon, do you know we got some ball staters in the Super Bowl? Uh, I heard. Couple, I, I, uh, it, I yeah. heard. Yeah, it's a couple of them. One kid plays for – like, a couple of these guys, you know what I'm saying, were under their, like uh, like free agency. Like, they weren't even draft picks or whatever. But, like, this one kid – like their recent, uh, you know what I'm saying, Ball State, you know, uh, graduates or whatnot. Um, One of the cornerbacks, I do believe his name, is, his name is Willie Sneed. No, no, the cornerback yeah. is Nick Jones. He plays for he plays for Kansas City. I, I got it because I remember I was like, what, Ball State out there? That's what's So, yeah, the cornerback, number 31, he, that's Nick Jones. And then the uh, receiver, I think his name is, I do believe, for the 49 his name his last name is Sneed. I think it was June, Willie Sneed. Um, but, yeah, man, you know what i saying, Ball State. You know what I'm saying, making an impact. Uh-huh, on, on the field come Sunday, man. So like, yeah, I, I'm I'm geeked. Uh, but like I said, I I I I kind of see, um, I I kind of, foresee, you know, say two dazzling quarterbacks. You know what I'm saying on, on display here, come Sunday. Yeah,
1: I just put a bet on McCaffrey to be MVP. Just because it, it, it's if the Chiefs win, I win a <laughs> decent amount of money. If if the Forty ers win, I hope it's McCaffrey just going off and he wins the MVP award. I mean Olivia Cupo, she is not bad to see either. So I would uh, uh the boy, the the girlfriend of Christian McCaffrey.
3: So there you go. Be careful. I'll there. Day next week.
1: Yeah. I mean, listen, this sports show, this sports entertainment show, <clears throat> somebody just messaged me. No, we are not going to talk about Drake. <laughs> we are going to stay far away from that long and far no. away. No.
2: is he going to be at the Super
1: Bowl? <laughs> no, but he was. I mean, I think he's a long ways away, long and big ways away if you uh, <clears throat> catch the draft. Uh, I don't think he'll be there. I think he's more of a Canada guy, right? So basketball maybe yep. would be his, his yep. type of thing. Yep. Um, yep. Cheapest ticket, John. and then It's just like the NBA All-Star Game, and we'll talk that. Cheapest ticket for the Super Bowl in Vegas, Section 324. It's not, so they go higher than that, but cheapest ticket, $5,905 for one ticket.
2: $5,000. Man, that's like car payment. uh, Car down payment. (laughs) Right? No, man, that's a big time money. Uh, Yeah. But yeah, man, all all the patentry will be out, man, so I guess you get some money worth of five grand.
1: Can I tell you a, a not a rumor, but a, oh, maybe a hot take? that happens this year? What you got? Jim Nance may retire at the end of the Super Bowl.
2: Who? Jim Nance? Yeah. Why you say that?
1: He's already retiring. He's already retired from basketball doing the Final well, Four and all that. College, college but I, I just I think, man, I, I think there's a lot of things lining up. Maybe, I think he retires from football and then he just does golf only. I really do. Something just, I heard him on an interview, and it just sounded like that. It's like, interesting. So, let me ask you this, John. Would you rather go to the Super Bowl game and spend five grand on, if you had unlimited money, and you have five grand on a cheap ticket up there for that, or would you rather go to the NBA All-Star game where right now you can get a ticket for $930? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
2: <Up top. laughs> for an exhibition all-star game yeah um, but is it just is a game or just an all-star game weekend
1: like do you get to go the to the all-star another? game itself It's just 900 bucks uh, section you know, 212
2: anything, that's not, 212 that's not that's yeah. not a bad deal it's not a bad deal right but i think i would take the super bowl over
1: that if you want to do uh section sixteen, which is center court, sixteenth row, typically that goes for what, uh probably about hundred and seventy five dollars or so for the Pacers. Uh-huh. It cost you, it's gonna cost you about eight grand for the all star game. Sixteenth wow. row.
2: To sit next to be that close to Kevin Durant. To be <laughs> that close to LeBron Jones. <laughs> and That's what it always does. You know, or, you know, say maybe Paul Pierce is in, or Steven Jackson. It's because, like, this, this is about to be, the, the town, Indianapolis is about to be turned upside down, man. You know this, right, as far as basketball culture is concerned. I've seen Reggie Miller shooting, like, three-pointer after three-pointer. Oh, yeah. This a, a telecast, man. I'm like, dude, are you coming out? You coming out of retirement? He was He was, He was. nailing them, bro.
1: But, like, yeah. no, nah, man, all the yeah.
2: basketball, all the basketball mythos, whether, you know what I'm saying, you play college basketball here at a high level, or professional basketball, or got, you know, some ties to Indiana, they're all coming out, man. You know what I'm saying? Look,
1: all I'm upset with the NBA. Because we're we're a week away. I mean, at work, we're getting, we're revving up. I'm like, it's very cool. I'm starting to feel it. All the information we're mm-hmm. starting to get for what our, our hotel's going to do and all this stuff. I, I love it. Mm-hmm. But me and you never got the call for the celebrity game. I don't know if they're waiting to call us or what. But Cross <laughs> he's playing in this celebrity game uh, next week. Did they call the homie Skip Meals? I just saw him. They ain't
2: celebrities. Uh, they ain't got no real celebrities in this game. That's why, man. I think Stephen A. is going to be the head coach. I think 50 Cent is the assistant. It's something crazy.
1: John, so they let got me some, tell you
2: Stephen A. You
1: said who now? Let me tell you these names. And usually they try to do it like with people in that area, right? Stephen A's team. Basketball entertainer, Jack Ryan. Who? Singer, AJ <laughs> a. McLean. Who the hell's AJ McLean? CJ uh, Stroud. Is what the hell CJ I mean besides his playoff success, he ain't do nothing here in Indiana. Except whoop their ass a couple of weeks uh, a couple of weeks ago.
2: lose to Michigan a couple couple years ago, yeah.
1: Chef Kwame Ochawi, no clue. WNBA yeah, player Natasha ready. Cloud, no clue. Musician oh, Adam Blackstone. Meta World of Peace, back in oh, the man, attendance. Okay. I'll take Meta, And then go? Jennifer Hudson. All right. Now, it let me tell what you Shannon myself. Sharpe's team. Uh-oh. Micah Parsons. Nice. Connor Daly. Actor okay. Quincy no, just... Isaiah. Mm,
2: okay. uh, a sketch, okay. NBA
1: all star Jewel Lloyd. Why don't we get some Indiana Fever people, right? Why can't they be in it? Right. Streamer and YouTuber Kai Kentak. I have no clue. Actor Dylan Wang. You another YouTuber and actress Lily Singh. Singer songwriter Sir. Walker Hayes and a Latin singer. Mm. You go get Will mm. Wayne? to get out here you couldn't get t-pain you couldn't get like blue
2: performance. performance i know i heard you're going
1: i heard a rumor you're going
2: no i'm not going that
1: you ain't <laughs> got to worry about that
2: oh i thought you were gonna get the scoop for go, us no my daughter might be trying to go but I, you ain't got to worry about me going bro <laughs> the,
1: the, the people who are coaching the games of uh, these uh the two mm-hmm. games peyton manning and 50 cent so the goats coming back say what
2: Manny, Manny's going to be back in
1: the city? Yeah, he'll be at the wow. celebrity team. Uh, and 50 oh, Cent, he's giving out more of his cognac. So
2: Yeah, that that I knew. Yeah, That I knew about 50
1: Cent. That picture I sent you. Uh, the game's going to air at 7 o'clock on the 16th. The actual game's at 6 o'clock. So, but the game's at 7 on ESPN next week. Former NBA player Richard Jefferson and Colts punter Pat McAfee will be part of its broadcast team for the celebrity game.
2: Uh, It'll be big news, big deal. Yeah, give me a okay. second I don't know I don't know what your work schedule and what that is, but I'll be I'll be down there, dude.
1: See what I uh, I plan on being down there all 3 days. Saturday at noon, I'm going to head over to the uh, convention center. I got a ticket for noon entry. Okay. And I feel like I need to you go down there know. on Thursday night so I can see talk to on, Chuck and something. Jack and Ernie.
2: You going to go back to your old school, old school, Reef takes Try to get you some uh,
1: uh, on-the-street interviews. I need to. <laughs> Man-on-the-street interviews. This would be the weekend for it. You and ain't I got to do it. 10. Yeah, you
2: ain't got to do 10. Just do a couple, man. You know, that'd be kind of cool. people. Are I will, be get to see. My, my I will tell you, I do get to something.
1: see uh, – I do know a few people that I will be running into for sure based on schedules and things going on that I am super excited with. I will uh, text you afterwards on the one because I'm really excited to see this person. Um, John, I want to do the skills, skills challenge. Uh, Victor Wimmyama is committed to be in the skills challenge. So that'll be interesting wow. to see. Um, right. your three point contest this year, your participants, Dame Lillard, Tyrese Halliburton, Donovan Mitchell, Malik Beasley, and Jalen Brunson and Lori Markkinen. Hmm. Four of the five have made at least one all-star game, and all have made 120 triples so far this year. Willard won last year. He'll try to be the first one to complete back-to-back since my boy, Jason Capono, in 07-08.
3: <laughs> man,
2: I'm a little disappointed, man, that uh, the homie Grayson Allen ain't, ain't participating in the three-point contest.
3: Right. Uh, he's, either
2: one, he's either one or two in three-point percentage. Uh, and I know I'm pretty sure he qualifies for the threshold. You know, what I'm saying you got to have a certain amount of threes. But I'm kind of, you know, I get you. Know, it, it, it's up to guys what they want to participate, right? You know what I mean? But like, it'll be interesting to see him uh, put on the show. But like, I, you know, sounds like Dane's gonna take another uh, another title. I'm
1: glad. I'm
2: glad. I'm glad. At least in the three point contest there's some star power though. Because when we get to the
1: dunk contest, oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. Uh Speaking of dunk contest, <clears throat> Mac McClung from the Magic. Yep, that was a big clanger. I know he won last year, but, ugh. Jalen Brown, okay. All right, Jalen, <laughs> stepping it up from the Celtics. Right. I like that. Not Obie, right. who should be from the state of Indiana, but we're going to go and put Jacob Toppin, who's in the D-League, or the G-League. And Jaime Jaquez. Blah. Now, Jaime Blah. Jaquez, Jaime
2: Jaquez can jam. Uh, but he's a fresh face into the league. I like Dylan Brown being into it because, you know what I'm saying, he's a veteran and, you know what I'm saying, it has got final appearance, all those things, all NBA. Um, when it comes to Toppin and McClung, like, <laughs> McClung has been on a two-day, ten-day with, with Orlando. He's still back and forth with his D-League assignment too, man. So, still, you know, the you know, so the stars have still not committed to, 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 the, uh, to the, you know what I'm saying, the dunk contest, just, you know what I'm saying, still. So, We'll see, you know, saying amongst those four, who wins? Uh, maybe we get a back-to-back champion in my club, but
1: uh yeah, Steph Curry versus Sabrina Onescu head-to-head NBA versus WNBA three-point challenge during yeah. State Farm Night. You thought I kind of excited to see it. He said she shooting the three-point line for the men. She don't care. <laughs>
2: yeah, you know they're gonna have all, you know, say all their their brightest uh that weekend man so you know just you know it, it, it's gonna be exciting.
1: Yeah, I'm looking looking forward to it. And then it looks like John we've got the uh there's a competition man. We've got Tyrese, Miles Turner and uh Benedict Matherin on a team.
2: For that for that um that's for the field competition, right? Yeah, yep. Okay. All right. So I mean, you know, it, it's good. You, you got it in your home city. They got the right players. I would, who else would you put want to have on that team? They got the right players to have from a pressure standpoint, you know what I mean? Um,
1: right. Yeah. So let me ask you this, John. We've got music events. You tell me, yeah, yeah. you interested, you may go or not. T-Pain <laughs> and DJ there at the convention center. People, uh, at
2: the convention center, probably not. <laughs> Probably
1: not for me. Uh, Boozy, I'm gonna be at the Vogue on Friday. That's the
2: possibility. That's the East Side, y'all. And, and you know, I'm saying Broad Ripple. They they've actually, uh, you know, they, they fleshed out the sidewalks, and you know, it's a little different now. So you can't turn <laughs> like how you want to turn uh, down Guilford and some of the other Broad Ripple avenues, some of those other streets now. But like, no man, boo- Boozy at the Vogue, it might might be a pretty happening vibe.
1: It's, it doesn't say Little Boosie. I know it's a Little Boosie, but it just says Boosie, so I'm guessing it's the same person. Nah, no, right. right. I
2: see I still call him Little Boosie because, you know, I'm from the, the you know, saying the old old school. With the yeah. he still had Little Boosie.
1: Right Keith uh, <laughs> Urban and Walker Hayes at the convention center. That's country, so JB is for sure not going to be there for that. Uh, if, two Chains.
2: If Clint Pack was, was going to be there, I'd be there. So don't be trying to get <laughs> <take laughs> me out of the cooking.
1: <laughs> Shout out, Kobe Keith, RIP.
2: I mean, R.I.P., Kobe,
1: Toby, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Two Chains Saturday night at the Vogue in Broad Ripple. I can see you at Two Chains. What? what? That's going
2: to be wild, man.
1: Little Wayne at the Convention Center on Sunday. Uh, and then during the All-Star Game, Babyface, Jennifer Hudson, and Charlotte Cardin. Oh, wow.
2: Thank and, thank and then, John, you if you're that. really interested,
1: uh Thursday night, the NBA All Star tip off event with uh Shaq, Mark Lee, Candy Smith and all of them is gonna be at the Convention Center and then you can go right over to the uh bicentennial Unity Plaza outside of Gamebridge and uh your your boy Mike Epps and Tamika Ketchings will be there.
2: I told you man, uh, it'll probably be some even some more surprises, man. Uh again, you know, I expect to see a lot of different basketball emissaries, whether they went to IU, Purdue, you know what I'm saying, Ball State. Every, all Anything basketball is going to kind of converge here in the Circle City uh, come all-star weekend. It's going to be crazy. It's going to yeah. be great. Uh,
1: Pacers. Pacers update, John. They uh, they got a win last night against Houston. Defense looked a little rough at first. Houston was hitting shots like crazy starting out. Pacers battled back. They won the game they needed to win, even though they really didn't cover. They did that. Um Pacers been linked, John, trade deadlines tomorrow. We've been linked with Wiggins. Ugh. They've been – Isaac Okoro has been linked from the Cavs to the Pacers. Uh, the 76ers are interested in Buddy Heald. Uh, tomorrow is the deadline. Do you think Pacers make a move, or are they just going to sit tight like Tyrese said last night? Uh, we like our team. We like where we're at. Yeah, it's
2: kind of like Tyrese was – well, it's kind of sounding like Tyrese – was speaking very highly of not trading out. You, as we know, players do have a little bit of say who they play with nowadays. Uh, but it sounded like he was, like, saying, like, hey, man, Buddy's just going through uh, a, a poor shot, you know say a poor shot you know, throughout his season, you know, through this season. Like, we should – like, he still believes that defensively he can help this team. Uh, it's just weird, you know what I mean? So, um, with those two aspiring contracts and – Knowing what the Pacers have to sign over the summer, they got to resign, you know, saying they got to resign Siakam. They got to save some money for Ben Madsen the year after next, and they they probably won't even think about like you said last episode. They want to put Nasimis, excuse me, uh, in, in 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 for a, a little bit of a long term. I think he's probably played a little bit better uh, since he's been here than been, than been, I've been a big pro. I've been a big opponent proponent of Obi Toppin you know, staying here as a Pacer. I, you know, I don't think they're gonna trade him. They like him, they don't. They, they don't let love him. He's not you know he has he hasn't been his his plate hasn't fallen off like you know what I'm saying kinda of like you know what I'm saying like uh kind of like Hill's shot has fallen off. But, you know, it, it, it's not like, you know, you know sometimes you can get Obi oh, topic and give you double digits, you know 10 saying points, and sometimes it's you know, it's six points. And that's 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 it kind of shows the level of inconsistency in his game. But um staying pat and nothing wrong with saying Pat either, Brandon. Uh they push pushed this young group, uh, to a point, uh, and they know w- w- what they are, what they can do. They are still, they are playing better defense. They they they, they talk about that openly now after games and how they can play better defense. So, um, I like the special team, but the business suggests that they should still make a trade. Uh, either should probably try to get some of those draft picks and those assets they got by moving one of those contracts, whether it be Obi Topper, whether it be Buddy Hill, or somebody else. Right or a combination of both to get some of those draft picks you got back that you lost when you made that uh, Toronto trade. So it's going to be really excellent uh, tomorrow uh, during, you know say after you know, after the trade. What's the trade deadline? What,
1: 5 o'clock? That's when it stops? I do believe. My favorite yeah, injury, I think trade deadline story was Burke not a trade picking up for J. Mayo the three times we tried to get him.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Larry three Burr
2: times. Was he was like, "Man, we gotta get him. We gotta get him. We gotta get him." Hey, I mean, during
1: the day tomorrow, three p.m. Three p.m. is the deadline.
2: Oh wow, they moved it up. I, I thought you were it was thinking of the there. free
1: free agency. Free agency is the thing that starts at six every year. Okay, now. gotcha. I used to love, by the way, the midnight free agency. I would stay up just yeah. like just for it, and then you get that. You just fall asleep and it's like that four a.m. free agency signing. You're like, what the <laughs> hell? You wake up to.
2: Right, everybody changed things.
1: Yeah, all right. Let's bring on the uh, the younger. Well, well, I don't know if he's younger. He's got less gray, so I'll call him younger. You the the, the younger brother here. of uh, of Deacon was bringing on. What's up, Deacon? What's
3: happening, fellas? Hey, I heard the word praisers, man, and I had to uh, had to chime in. Um, why hey, talk about
2: before this? you yeah. chime in, Decot, I owe you, I owe you and Brandon an apology.
1: Oh! Yeah, man. You want me to
2: apologize? Oh, are, hey, are we, hey, man, man are we I recording? Was, I was, are we recording? You know how Fonzie used to, d I know you know, because Brandon, I don't know how far you, you know about Happy Days. You know how Fonzie used to say he was re- re- wrong? He couldn't say the word. He couldn't say the word. I'm not gonna say I was re- re- wrong, but the kid, what's his name? Jalen Smith? Yeah. huh The hey man, that might be a keeper. Yeah. I wouldn't yeah. I wouldn't trade I wouldn't trade him. whatever whatever they've gotten in they got they got, you know what I'm saying, his attention now. And now, you know what I'm saying, either through the weight room. I think he's got a little bigger since he's been here. Uh yeah. but he I has. can see the like He's a keeper. He's a defensive tip. Like, like I would say, the first the first line of defense is Miles Turner, and then he's the second. And if they could ever yeah. find out a way to consistently play those dudes together with a big lineup, the pace would be unstoppable. But his offense is yeah. coming along. Be pretty good. He's shooting the three a little bit better. And like I said, he's rebounding and, and, and blocking shots a little bit better. And he's getting, he's staying on the court. He's not like you know yeah. a, a project anymore. And I yeah, want to say yeah. that I was, you know, you know, I got, I,
3: I, <laughs> hey, I got what you're saying. I'm I picking up what you're putting down. But you know, you go, one of the you things, go. you know, I've been a big proponent of Isaiah, and he's been sitting um, the last few games, and that's why because Smith has played so much better. He's shot the ball well. You saw the block last night where he pinned it against the, yeah. the the rim and the backboard. He's doing more yeah. of it. He he, he affected probably. Probably three or four other shots uh, last night in that in that in that ram right. Um, he, he's playing. He, he seems like his spirit is better. Uh, I, I you know I still love Isaiah right because I just think Isaiah is one of those guys. He's when he got in the game he went he went after it right because he knows his time is limited. Um, but if if Jalen continues to play in the trajectory where he's at, man, you know that that's going to be a real problem for Isaiah uh, because you're talking about you may he may pay. Fifty games at about you know twelve to twenty minutes, depending on injuries and that type of thing. Are you okay with it if if you're Isaiah uh, Jackson, right? Uh, that's going to be the big deal because I still think you need another big man, and not just a guy that says he's on our roster. I'm want a guy that can play, right? So um, you know, and again, his contract is very is that very doable. Uh, I don't think you know you know looking to break any. Any bank like you know ten million plus or anything like that. So I still think you can you can still sign um, you know uh, Smith. I, I think you can, sm- you can sign Smith. Keep Jalen because uh, Jalen. Uh, keep signing Jalen, and you can keep Isaiah Jackson because he's got two years left on his deal. So I, I think you're right about that. The other thing is I, I think the only guy we even consider trading is Buddy Hill right now, because you know it's summertime. Uh, unless something you know. Crazy, jumps out. Uh, Pacers That's don't have to make any crazy moves. Siakam's played really well alongside um, uh, Neesmith. He's played really well alongside him. Siakam's a guy – you know what I thought about Siakam? I thought he was a K, like a KD kind of guy, right? He's not. He, he can't handle the ball very well at all. Uh, he's got a nice mid-range game, but it's really difficult – not difficult. He's been, he doesn't make his own shot as easy as KD does. I was looking at him – as a KD type, he's not that dude. Now, mind you, he's shooting forty-three percent from three right now, but you know those are mm-hmm. some real clean looks because he's getting a lot, a lot of wide open space. Um, you know, he had a couple last night that I was shocked at, but yeah, I, I think he's a, he's a keeper because alongside with what we've got, I don't know that he'll be the All NBA guy um, that he was, you know, four years ago. Um, but I think what, what what he brings to the Pacers, along with with Th. And with, along with, with Neesmith uh, and also Turner, I think he's a great, great complement. But we got enough guys that are shooting threes as it is. So I, I really, I, you know, I remember I thought I really, really liked the trade. I, I'm now I love the trade because i got a feeling he's going to sign. Did you see him last night after the game? I don't know if you are. They showed it on, on Pacers.com or not. Uh, stay, signed autographs, talk to kids and stuff like that. I don't know if you guys saw that or not, but man, it seems nah. like he's really fitting in with what they're doing.
2: Yeah, man. I, I just want to point out, man, his, his level of play is except, but the one lost record since the Oakland has been a pacer, like, so that is him, them finding, like, you know, the minutes for him, because, like, once he brought him in, that cuts into Jericho Walker's minutes. That also cuts into,
4: yeah.
2: you know, some of the other four minutes as well. Um, but, They've been trying to weak, so they've been trying to do two things at one time. And I know we've been super critical on this show about that. But they're trying to infuse this new talent into their team by also, also trying to get Albert and his, you know, $45 million, battles, which is kind of of so mess, But, and I, I hope they kind of put that, they kind of put that, because if they put it back, yeah. you know what I mean? So, so it's not a distraction. But so like, right. man, they've, got, they've got to get more games together and more games yeah. together. Yeah
3: on Yeah, I, I would I would agree with that a hundred percent, man. I like I said, you know, just you know, 'cause I don't think Buddy's gonna sign. I think he's he's still gonna, you know, command around that twenty million next year, uh in in, a, in his new contract. I think that prices okay. us out because obviously we're gonna prioritize, say Occam. Uh we've already took care of Neesmith with his three years thirty three, which is which is solid. So and then we now you're talking about Jalen. So you think about this. Do you want Jalen or do you want Buddy? Uh, I I think it's a no-brainer at this point uh, because teams are are hunting Buddy. They're putting him in the pick and roll no matter who he's guarding. And speaking of, you said Jalen Smith last, you know, earlier. Jb, the other Jalen Smith from Auburn, the silky smooth um, um, two-year guy from Auburn. They had Buddy on him last night because they wanted him to go into the post because his game. He's a long. He's a long-range guy. Uh, and and the, the times when Buddy was on him, man, he, he, he cooked him. But that guy's smooth, man. He 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 didn't touch the rim on. I think his last four shots that when Buddy was playing against him, he didn't touch the rim on uh,
2: that. I, I will say, kind of been bad, bad. I don't necessarily look at the losses. I obviously want to win. Those has been real bad. Is that when they tried to they were running shots and running plays with the offense, they kind of they kind of they kind of stuttered up been math like master like if i mean i with you man if master if kind of burning.
3: Playing, it always kind of makes me kind of give it a side eye a little bit, but uh, mm-hmm. but to your point, you developing those other those other guys. So you're talking about Ben, you talk about the other Ben, and you talk about Jerris Walker. So you got three guys right there uh, that you want to continue to develop along with your core seven, which well, which with your core six. Um, so and Ben is that seventh guy, right? Uh, so then you're talking about Jerris and, and the other Ben. So you talk about nine guys. That's not talking about TJ McConnell. Um, that's not talking about Isaiah. So sure. realistically, you got you know, on any day. We can't mention Well, no, uh, yeah, Neymar's already in there. He's in that core six. So what I'm saying is, you know, you on any game, if the placers play 10 players, you you wouldn't be worried like, oh, my gosh, it's such a drop-off. You got 10 guys maybe, uh, you know, that you, you can put in there. And it's not a severe drop off, right? So now you got to think, okay, where are we going to be with this, with 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 our, commu- our communication? And these guys are willing to accept roles like the Detroit. Remember the Pistons of the late '80s with Isaiah, Benny, and are Are do, are we in a situation where we got guys to say, you know what? I want to be a part of this winning program. Yeah, I'm not going to make as much money, but man, I really love being here. That's going to be the test uh, for the GM over the next two years. Right, absolutely, absolutely.
2: Yep. Yeah. I, 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 I think, I heard you, like, I, when I heard some people talking about, why not the Knicks win it, you know what I'm saying, representing the East, I was like, wait a minute, hold on, man. I get it, man. Y'all always know the brothers reminds you a little bit sometimes of out of I get the Knicks
3: are playing. They're awesome. You know, yeah. Like, but, like, I think the Knicks can win the East, and, shoot, surely a healthy Pacers team can win the East, too. I, hey, let me tell you this. I I don't know who the Knicks have healthy or not because I know OG is still ha- struggling sh- his elbow. Uh, but I'm gonna tell you this: I told I uh, told my counterpart last night uh, we got the Knicks in the next week. We're gonna beat the Knicks. Uh, I think we got them. Um, I don't know the exact date, but I think I looked at the calendar. <laughs> the last one, your last one, did it come true. No, they 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 led that whole game, man. They lost that Yeah, game, yeah, we know. get we, we pissed it away. You know, you, we pissed it away, man. We left. We, 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 we fell in love with the three, um, and, and we didn't bring the, the four quarters of intensity. And that was the game that T.H. played only 20 minutes also, right? Uh, yeah. I, I just believe that, that we'll, we'll get them next. It's a good matchup, right? Uh, you know, the, the guard that they got, he, he's tough, man. He, he's a handful for everybody, right? Not just the Pacers. He's a handful for everybody. But I look, I look yeah. forward to it, man. And, and I, I definitely don't, if the Pacers do do a trade, don't trade anyone to money in the East. Don't, don't go against your Don't trade to your competition. I know we are talking about Philly. Don't don't give Philly any help. Let them keep on dropping. Let me yeah. keep on dropping. Right. So so that's right. why I say, if you're going to trade, you, you you send Buddy to the West. Uh, and to All your right. point, JB, get a couple second round picks uh, back. Uh, if you can, if you can, you know, scrape up a one. Hey, that'd be great, especially with a with a team, you know, like a Oklahoma City or something like that. I don't know if you can, but if you get a couple seconds the recruit recruit some of that uh Siakam, uh deal i think mean, that's a good deal man for the Pacers. absolutely that, yeah hey and last thing my hey i' i'm not I'm gonna i'm not gonna even call it a dark horse man the skills challenge and i i, I won't watch it because i don't i don't watch anything uh on all star weekend um but man. the skills challenge i', I, I it's, it's, I, it's, it's I, I can't stand it man um <laughs> my skill, the skills challenge i Baby, we can talk about that offline. Turner, Ben, and Th are going to win whatever skill that whatever it is they're doing. I don't even know if, they, I don't know if they're treating they treat them like circus animals or what. But whatever it is, they'll win because you got ball handling, you got shooting, um, and you got skill. Uh, those three guys are skilled, so they'll, they'll win it. They're, in my opinion, that yeah. they're going to win whatever the skill is. Yeah,
2: if you're a fan, if you ever watch, I, I, I understand where you come from, I, I understand why you don't watch. If you're a fan. Uh, uh, late eighties All Star Game basketball like I'm, I'm not they didn't never send nobody to the floor, but it was a little bit more competitive
3: than what. It yeah, was. yeah. I, hey, listen, man. We we. Hey, listen. In June, we can go to Western Montgomery Park, JB, down the street from where we grew up at, right? And we can see better basketball. Right, right.
2: You know, what I'm saying
3: am right? saying? So, so, so yeah, like, no, <laughs> no thanks for me.
2: So you'd be out enjoying some of that ambiance,
3: man. That's the, the All Star Game ain't been here since what eighty three, eighty four. Uh, it was eighty five. It was eighty five at the Hooters Dome. <laughs> yeah. And, and hey, here's a here's a tidbit. I went to that game, right? I went to it with a, with a uh, my big my big brother wasn't my not my real big brother, my, but he was my big my big brother. Thirty five dollars a seat. <laughs> Thirty five dollars. I would never forget that. It was $85. 35 bucks, man. Two tickets. Thirty-five a piece. So uh, I looked at the prices. Um, lowest price uh, that I got upper debt, four hundred and twenty bucks. No thanks, man. No thanks. I-, I I can do I can do I can do without that. Uh, but again, I- I'm sure there'll be some good going on on Sunday that I can watch uh, be up beside the All Star game. But but that's 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 all I got, I man. I only want to talk Pacers tonight, man. Because a pretty pretty good game last night. And I, and I look forward to uh, to tomorrow night's game against Golden State. We'll see how that how that plays out. You watch the
2: Super Bowl, don't you?
3: Uh, I don't know, man. Um,
2: I, Big time sports you I mean, you might not have no kids. Is anybody on Alabama playing for either
3: team? I, I don't think so, but that wouldn't be why. I just, I, you know, I just, man, I just, I just haven't had the interest that, I, that I've had in the past, right? I think, I think Kansas City wins it. I think Mahomes is a, is is a is, is a magical self, but uh, but but that doesn't mean if somebody's having a party I won't go. I'm just not there interested go, really in watching the game. Got you, got you. Because it's not enough they money to bet. it's not enough it's not enough parlay to bet on either man. And Brandon understands that pain. So it's not enough. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of prop bets, but I'm not a big prop bet fan anyway. Right now, the the 49ers
2: are at plus two
3: win yeah minus two
2: i'm sorry shame on me
3: yeah they're they've been rolling one and a half they've been one and a half to, to two kind of depending on what book you're looking at one and a half to two so oh. yeah. okay.
1: all right we to keep month. it our yeah. yeah. guests getting ready to come on
3: I appreciate you guys y'all be safe i'll i'll message you guys some stuff later on i got to pick up my cousin here in shelbyville see how he's doing so
1: i'll keep you guys there posted you, you go. good take there it easy cop
3: all
1: right, fellas. Be safe, fellas. JB, you got to check your phone, man. Your audio, you sound like you're underwater for like the last right. 10 minutes. All right. We'll take the photo. That sounds better. I mean, it was bad. Like, I don't know if our Facebook group could hear it because uh, it was low and it sounded like you're underwater. So I, don't know, I apologize to our Facebook listeners if you couldn't hear it. The podcast and stuff picked it up a little bit better, but the Facebook one, I don't think so. And I was texting you telling you to fix your audio so you weren't checking your phone. <laughs> uh, we're going to bring our guy on, but I got to warn you before we bring – so Nick Peterson is going to be our guest here in like two minutes, three minutes. So, Reggie, you got three minutes, my man, before our guest calls in. What you got? First of
0: all, you got that old guy on there that just called before me, like on a Geico commercial, you know, don't oh, and- act like your parents. That's that guy. I'm not watching the Super Bowl because he left the coach and he don't have a pro. He got 20 pro teams. He's been on everybody that's a 49ers fan talking about they're going to win. He's been on everybody that's a Kansas City fan talking about they're going to win. He's a big dummy. I hate going to the Pacer games with him because he's a big dummy. It's his turn to buy, and he, he goes away from buying the beer. He's a big dummy. He's talking about don't trade within your conference. Well, sometimes you've got to trade within your conference. You can't always get what you want, but if there's a deal to be made in the East, you make that deal. It's not about uh, uh, egos and stuff. It's about getting better. It's a business, dummy. He's a dummy. That's why he gambles all the time. He ain't going to pick up his cousin. He's going to the casino to lose his money. Oh, so, so, you know, you, you, look, watch. Nick Saban then left Alabama. Watch this dummy leave Alabama. I give him two years, and he's going to be out because he's a dummy. Matter of fact, J.B. Brandon, I'm thinking about moving my seats to another part of the stadium. I really hate sitting next to this guy at Pacer Games because he doesn't understand sports. Uh, I mean, just listen to him. I don't really bet
2: because I don't like uh, – listen to this guy. We have, man. Red, Red, as we go into all-star break, man, I, as I know you watch all sports, man, what, what has kind of been your thoughts on the Pacers? Should they trade oh, man. Buddy Hill or just kind of stay in Pat?
0: I kind of want to stay Pat, but if they trade Buddy, I'm not gonna be mad. I mean, we got a man. That's why we got rid of some of our draft picks early. We got a bunch of draft picks. We don't really necessarily need them. We can't find playing time for the two rookies we have right now and some of the other guys we drafted in previous years. But if you get a good deal, uh, his contract's expired. Let him go. If you can sign him to one year after the year, you you sign him. But um, it seems like that he's gonna require a lot of money, and you gotta think. We still got to resign Pascal. We need to see what Sticks is going to do. We need to see what we're going to do with OB Toppin. But I wouldn't mind, right. I wouldn't be mad if we stood packed and didn't make any moves at all. I wouldn't be mad at that at all.
3: Okay. So, yeah. okay. And,
0: and Jonathan, Jonathan, you sound a lot better now. Brandon was right. right? He was like... Man, like you was talking underwater <laughs> holding your nose. I was like, Aqua Boogie and get
1: the <laughs> hell you know, I can barely hear you. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's why Hey hey, Reg, I was trying to be the good producer and texting him, but he wasn't checking his phone.
0: <laughs> he must got it on solid. You know how J B is. <laughs> oh yeah. Well I say at least he's doing that,
1: not eating. He used to eat back during the uh during the show. You can hear that. So he's done he's done he's gotten better just took six years.
2: Unprofessional blog. Unprofessional
0: podcast, you know. <laughs> hey, man, but uh, Red, you going to watch no, any All-Star? Man, uh, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm going to watch some of the stuff. I got some friends coming in town, sisters coming in town. So I'm going to do a couple of events. I'm not playing no crazy amount of money to get anywhere, but I'm sure there's a couple of local places that you can probably get in and, and still have you a to time. You going to 2 Chain? Uh, uh No, nah, I don't think I'm going to 2 Chain. But there's an old school party at the Madam C.J. Walker, I think uh, Mike Epps putting together. I, n- I know they got old boy from uh, Eric B. And uh, a few other people yeah. that I think it's going to be pretty nice. It's not an official NBA sanctioned event, but you know, there's going to be all kinds of NBA events that ain't sanctioned going on. But I did right. think about Friday, they got some kind of a, a free concert. You, you need to go online and get your tickets now uh, in that new mall area that they're built. It's supposed to be like a free concert down there. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, yeah. okay. But I, I, I know, I, you know, please don't be like your parents. That's what y'all should tell uh, Todd when he starts talking, because he just, uh, just sounds like the old mad guy that's, you know,
1: get but off he my is grass. Old. You
0: kids, get off my grass. Yeah, well, yeah, he is old. He looks old and he acts old. But you're right. You're right, right. Okay. Well, we just going to have to get him some help then. So, yeah. right. Uh-huh. Yeah. But I know ben, you got a guest come on. I, here. I think I've said my piece. Go Dodgers, go Colts, go Pacers, go all the Indiana schools, go Butler, go IU, go Purdue, and go Southern University. Southern University basketball beat Jackson State the other day, and I'm so happy about is. that. Blue and gold, Southern baby.
1: Y'all have a good one, fellas. See ya, Reg. I appreciate you. All right, that's our guy Reg. He got his he got his call in. I'm glad he was on time. He was prompt. But see, I told right. you, I'm not being the only one. You sound like you're underwater. So, I appreciate that. So the producer that I am texting you undercover. <laughs> uh, give me one second. While we're doing the show, the wife is texting me. Um, I'm texting heavy life? Uh, you already know you're texting. Well, she's asking about dinner, and she knows we do the show on Wednesdays. She's texting me, what time are we finishing? So we can do dinner so um that's not bad uh nick peterson is going to call in here in a minute i just told him to call in about 755 so we're about a minute away from him calling in we're going to talk college basketball now i want to thank our sponsor scott k nichols state farm insurance we also want to take our spot thank our sponsor maverick custom motorsports without those two john we would not be able to do what we do we would not be able to pay the bills keep the lights on we would not be able to bring to the masses here in the city of Indianapolis, the state of Indiana, and the country of the United States on this planet Earth. We would not be able to do it without them. So thank you to our sponsors, uh, both of them. And uh, if you're listening to the show for the first time and you want a sponsor spot, let us know. Hit up Jonathan. Hit up myself. We're always looking to add more, to be able to do more. And the more that we can, the more that we can for the masses, we want to be able to do that. So uh, we are coming up on our, let's see, seven-year anniversary of Crossroads Sports. The birthday is wow. coming up in March, John. March 16th, I believe it is, is the anniversary birthday, seven years of Crossroads Sports. Uh, so can't wait. Can't wait for that. We're going to, have to do something special once we get up to 10. So, um yeah, we gotta got be able to get there. Uh before he calls in, John, let me ask you this. Rick Petino. Petino uh-huh. said and he had some interesting comments. Uh Petino said that college basketball needs a salary cap and up the salary cap should be about up to two million dollars. Your thoughts.
2: But every every school is not Does gonna have, have two million dollars. <laughs> because they have too dollars to give out to their basketball program. And then you're asking the NCAA to say that college athletes – it's, it's somewhat of a tricky trick. trick you know what I'm saying? Um, the NCAA is – is governed schools, and they govern all sports. Not – this is where this the slipperiness is, like – where it becomes confusing. So, like, they, they want to do all this movement, and they did it, right? You know what I'm saying? Broke the Pac-12 and the Big 12. Every, you know, all those teams went over here, and some of the teams went over here, and ACC is still pissed. And, you know, now we got a coach talking about, you know, basketball coach talking about salary cap. That's, I don't – like, there's no commissioner over every over, – there's, there's a commissioner on every school program, but there's no one super commissioner that tells those commissioners that this is what your school got to do. If my school brings right. in $5 million – for the basketball program, that's just a shame on the on that team because they can't bring in five million dollars. So it's just like, so like, I get, you know, I'm not saying Sanilva is is sleeping in, it's creaking in, but like, bro, you at St. John's, not the Knicks, not the Celtics, not you know, what I'm saying all those sides. The net, the net, not you're not in the NBA anymore. There needs to be something done as far as regulation. So putting a salary cap in that's some form of regulation so that now it's a fair playing field for everybody, and it's kind of like how it was. You know what I'm saying? How it's always been. You know what I mean? But I think right now we're in a space with college athletics that we can't think about what what worked for us 30 years ago. So a salary cap, I can't see working at all or even be brought into the equation. Okay, okay, okay. Guys
0: are idiots. And Three Foolish Men, I put you right in that category. He's back. He's (laughs) back.
1: He is back on. So also is back is our college basketball guru, Nick Peterson. Nick, how you doing, buddy? Hey, I'm
4: doing great. How you guys doing?
1: Doing well, doing well. Anytime I can raz Jonathan with a Dan Dockage blasting him on the radio, I'll, I'll do it. So uh, It's always good. Hey, Hoosiers got a win last night. They've got some life in them. Galloway had a big game. They're not dead yet. I know we texted this morning. Big win. They're not dead yet. They've got an opportunity this weekend to make a statement if they want to get into the NCAA's this March.
4: Yeah, that's what I—that's what I was just going to say. You say they're not dead yet. Well, go ahead and plan their funeral for Saturday at 8 p.m. because that's when they're dead officially.
1: <laughs> oh, what's uh? We haven't really talked. We haven't had a chance to talk to you on live. I've talked to you off air plenty of times. What? Uh, What's wrong with this year's IU team? And I know we can go into a thousand different ways of this, but just a snapshot, your assessment, what do you believe is wrong with this IU team that was expected to be, I guess, imp- not as bad as what they are playing like. I know they weren't going to be as great because they lost Trace and, and Shahud Shafino, but uh, it's, it's kind of not been what Hoosier fans have been kind of looking for.
4: Yeah, yeah. I mean I think even going into into the season, you know, coming off this off season, I think there were plenty of question marks, right? I mean the talent was there. You know, you had a couple you know, young all American guys coming in with Ware and uh and Mbaco. Uh, you know, you add that to guys like Xavier Johnson and, and Galloway and Renew, you know, you, you feel like there's plenty of talent on the court, right? However, it's certainly not translating into any wins or you know any meaningful wins I should say as i was looking at their at their uh, you know resume today out of all the wins that they have they don't have a single win against the team that would be in the tournament right now so i mean they're not to me they're not even close to the bubble right now like obviously winning on saturday would be huge but you know so would winning the lottery so uh, but
0: to answer your yeah, question no.
4: i mean I, I think it's i think it really boils down to a lack of leadership um there was no guy that that really was stepping up you know you the two names that would have come to mind at the beginning of the season would have been Xavier Johnson and, and Trey Galloway being the mm-hmm. you know the two oldest guys on the team the guys with the most experience and man Xavier Johnson that guy uh you know i i just he he's just not a leader quite frankly and um yeah you know, he just makes bonehead boneheaded play after boneheaded play and you know he's a what 23 24 year old 6 year senior and he's doing that it's like i mean what what do you expect the freshmen and sophomores to think you know when when you know it's it's just a uh, it, it's a yeah. cultural thing down in bloomington i mean it's not they're just not they don't have a culture of winning um it's it's basically get as much talent in there as we can and hopefully we'll figure it out and that's clearly not a good recipe.
1: One and seven against the quad one uh, based off the net rating. 99th in the the net right now. They've got four home games left and four road games. Um, after Purdue, they got two home games against Northwestern and Nebraska at Penn State, Wisconsin, and then at Maryland, Minnesota. And then I, I think a team that, for me, I can't believe they're doing this bad this year, Michigan State, 14-9. and nine. Uh, Sparty just kind of mm-hmm. falling off this year. But back to IU, uh I do like the progress that I've seen and I and, you know with Crossroads and you know being a Purdue fan and all, I I do watch the IU games cuz I want to see, you know, just how they play and all that. And I I said something to John a couple weeks ago about Anthony Leal and the dude has I said why not give him a shot to come in there as a senior and just let him kind of go in there and do his thing and What's the worst thing? I said the guy's a pretty good shooter. Let him get his shots right. up, and uh, he's done that the last few yep. games, and uh, he's kind of energized this this ball club a little bit. I see.
4: Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, you know, and it's it, it just makes you wonder. I mean, what's Woodson seeing in CNN practice? Right. You know, to to make him not put him out there. You know, I mean, obviously right. the guy's got heart. He's got ability. Um, you know, he might not be the most athletic. He's clearly not the biggest. Um, but he's uh
2: he's somebody yeah. getting knocked down shots, I know that. And when they put him out there in certain in certain, you know, say offensive possessions, you know what I'm saying, he's delivered. I know the game before the Ohio State game, the one against Penn State, wasn't necessarily his best finding out, but I don't think he played. Like they didn't they didn't put him in a whole lot of uh he didn't get a whole lot of playing time. Uh I kinda that's what I kinda worry about, I kinda question about. I think Coach Woodson is a good coach. I just don't think he's necessarily a good coach for college basketball because he doesn't necessarily know how to get the best every time. He, he put he's like, I'm going to put my mobile athletic guys out there every time. And that's cool. Right. But like, Unfortunately, if they're not keyed in or not, you know, at the level of what you demand for any, like Indiana, is the, we all know, it's power five, Like the expectation is to get to the tournament. And like, but now y'all got all these games behind you. Now the expectation is, you know what I mean? So, like, did Coach Woodson – code to that, I would say no. In the well, in the games that they won, yeah. in the games that they in the games that they won, right in the games they won, it's when he's allowed other people. You know, what I'm saying so the the trust, the trust factor. I think that's what it, the trust factor of like you know, okay, Xavier Johnson he even took a flyer on me. Why won't I trust any of these other guys on the bench, whether whoever C J Gun, I know whoever Leo, whoever. You know what I'm saying? So um, that's where they are right now. They have they they've shown can't necessarily just. Totally give them a death nail because they've shown some. I, I thought they were going to lose against Ohio State after they did against Penn State. I was like, "There's no way they can go on the road," and I think was that a, that's a quad four win still. You know, saying even even beating a, a lousy Ohio State team. Sorry, you know, say still quad four win. So my point, my my opinion. Hey, I know it's hard times. You know, said a tall stack right to beat Purdue coming up this weekend, but the other games that they have plus the big 10 tournament, you know, that they had they, 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 a brand name, they just have to win and they'll get in. But it's, it's a tall order, very tall order.
1: They, you know, but and I told, I told, one, I one told thing, one yeah, thing. go ahead.
4: Go ahead. Okay. Well, I was just going to say one thing I noticed you were running through their schedule a minute ago and um, I was looking on Ken Palm earlier today and he predicts the score of every single game, you know, in the future. He has the Hoosiers losing every single game the rest of the way. <laughs> even I even mean, the four home games. The four home games are, what would you say, I think Nebraska, Northwestern, Michigan State, and uh-huh. Wisconsin maybe. He's got yeah. them losing all those games, not to mention all the road games too. So, I mean, wow. even, even if they do go out and pull a miracle on Saturday and beat Purdue, I still don't think they're going to get in.
1: Yeah, I uh... – I texted you, Nick, after the IU-Purdue game, first time they played up at down at uh, Assembly Hall. And, and I even texted my dad and I said, late in the second half, that I spotted the difference. And I think everybody, and, and it sucks that everybody saw it and started running with it as well. But there was a dif- distinction between these two schools and the culture when you're up by 17 and Zach Eady is diving for a loose ball up 17 and yep. where's just kind of trying yep. to lightly just bend over for a basketball. That's a culture problem yep. is
4: what that is. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. And, and what, uh, culture for who's built, you know, during this time, I mean, you know, they're, and, and they're not going anywhere. I mean, they're going to be, they're going to be really good for years to come to boilers. Well, I, uh,
1: I told John that this, I'm, I'm hearing like, I I told John before the season, I said, This is the gotta be the year, you gotta pull the Virginia and you gotta come out there and you gotta you gotta hone in and take care of business in March and get yourself there and all this. They've been tested throughout the season in different ways. They finally Hallelujah, finally gotta win at Rutgers, right? When's the last time Purdue ever won a game at Rutgers? I don't think it's happened. they they, they they had a lead against Northwestern. Northwestern battled back. It's not your old grandpa's Northwestern team either. Purdue, we lost. And then Wisconsin. At Wisconsin, at that typical Purdue team would have uh, lost that game when they were down, lost the lead, and got to within two in the second half. Um, but they battled through and won. So it's they're getting to where they need to. I need to see be- continue to see better guard play. There's still turnovers that Braden Smith does that just just make me go crazy lawyer still needs to find his shot Um, if they play athletic guards faster guards that's where purdue's going to struggle they struggled against it with st petersburg or st p they struggled with it with fairly dickinson they both had faster guards northwestern had faster guards and we saw it um that they could get wherever they wanted and almost beat purdue uh twice Mm -hmm. so that's my problem with the Boilermakers right now is faster guards create a bigger problem for Purdue as they kind of move towards the end of the season and the NCAA's.
4: Yeah, I mean yeah, I don't disagree. You're absolutely right. And that that was their downfall last year. I think the big X factor and the big difference between this team and last team is the addition of Lance Jones.
1: Absolutely.
4: Yeah, uh, you know, he he gives that that fifth-year senior presence. Um, And he's, you know, as far as all around, offense and defense, you know, one of the best guards I think Purdue's had in a while, quite honestly. You know, you look at, obviously, Ivy and Carson, they were phenomenal offensively, but, uh, you know, lacked a little bit on the defensive end, whereas Lance, that's where I think, you know, Lance can guard those faster guards, and and he's going to be ready. Not only that, by the time the tournament rolls around, Smith and Lawyer are essentially juniors at that point. And I agree. I mean, Smith does uh, Mm -hmm. turn it over a little bit too much at times. But, man, when he's on, that dude doesn't turn it over, and he'll drop 10 assists on you and score 15 points like it's nothing. So, um, yeah, I I, I agree with you with the Virginia comparison. And, you know, I mean, it's never easy to win six in a row in March. But, um, yeah, this spoiler team, in my opinion, is the best team in the country, and I think they're going to have every chance to do it.
1: Their final eight games of the year – They have five at home and three on the road. There's only three road games remaining for the Big Ten for Purdue. It's at Ohio State, at Michigan, and at Illinois. So if they can take care of business at home and then win two of those three games, maybe you lose Illinois on the road. But, uh, you know, you can get yourself another Big Ten championship kind of going into uh, March, which I just saw the bracket the other day for – what next year's Big Ten tournament's going to look like. And, my God, why don't we just give everybody buys in the Big Ten tournament. Jesus. It's, with <laughs> well, all those teams, it's looking wild.
4: Am I correct that there's going to be, a, like, two or three teams that won't even make the Big Ten tournament
1: then, right? No, they're putting everybody in from what I saw. Oh, they
4: are. Okay. I I thought they had said that they weren't. but
1: Maybe, well, maybe yeah, they're Yeah, that's going to be
4: interesting when you get all the West Coast teams
1: in here too. Yeah. I was going to say, so what, what do we expect? I mean, we've got, and let me get to the PAC 12 real quick. John's favorite PAC 12 conference, conference of champions, Arizona 17 and five, Oregon 15 and seven, UCLA bad year 10 and 11 and um, Washington 12 and 10. So right now you're looking at Arizona and Oregon, inserting themselves into the big 10 next year. Um, as kind of perennials as well, where does that put you know? With with you look at our local programs here, Purdue and Indiana, you know, obviously Arizona and Purdue played earlier this year, so you got to think Purdue without Edie, I don't know next year what what that team's going to look like. Um, I think they might take a they I think they're going to take a step back, but I think they'll still be uh, easily tournament bound, but. Where does that, where does that put Indiana, you know, with Oregon and Arizona, two of those teams and even UCLA, you got to feel like they're going to bounce back next year. Um, If anything, that that could drop you down a couple more notches possibly, or even raise you up. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, the nice
4: thing about college basketball, and and it seems like the big 10 in particular is, I mean, obviously you've got kind of your perennial teams right now, you know, Purdue, Michigan state, Wisconsin and those, but it, it does seem that those middle tier teams will fluctuate quite a bit from year to year. So you know, a team like Michigan, who last year was in the middle of the pack, is dead last now. Um, you know, so I, you know, I, yeah, I think I think Indiana can regroup, but man, it's it's going to take a massive effort. And they and what they need to do too is get in, into the transfer portal and find some guys that way too.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm I'm looking at I, I follow Warren Nolan as well dot com, and they do a predictor there. They've got the Hoosiers right now in the conference for six and six. They're predicting them to be nine and eleven, and then overall right now they're fourteen and nine, they're predicting them to be seventeen and fourteen. So eighty two yeah. in the RPI. Yeah,
4: yep. so, and see that I mean their their computer numbers are down in the eighties and nineties. I mean, yeah, they're just they're just not. Not that good of a team. They just aren't.
1: Let's talk about a team that's good. it has been surprised, not surprised. I guess surprising how well they've done. But uh in the Mo Valley, Indiana State, nineteen and three, eleven and one overall, one seven in a row. They got a shot. Yep. I they think even they, got, they actually, they're, they're twenty. They got their twentieth
4: win. Yeah.
1: Sorry. Twenty. Yeah. I told and, John. Uh, I think they could yeah. easily be a double weekend. Oh you yeah, I don't, I, I, I don't, I don't know how. Wait, yes, I think they can be Sweet Sixteen. Really? I do. Okay. okay.
2: Um, when you think about Indiana State, they're twenty and three, ten and zero at home. Unfortunately, the committee, right? If they win, when I'm gonna I say when they win the Mo Valley, right? The committee, the committee's gonna f them. That that we know that. Uh, reason being, they they did play two Power Five schools. They played Michigan State real close. They still lost. And they play Alabama, I do believe, back in, I think, when it, close to where they started back in, like, yeah, game November or so. Yeah, it wasn't a good game for for, for, the, for the Sycamores. But, like, as far as like being a mid-major killer, you put them in front of them, they beat them. You know what I'm saying? It, 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 not necessarily in their conference. They beat Ball State. They beat, you know what I'm saying, uh, uh, Evansville, Toledo, some teams from the MAC. They beat IPY, a team from the horizon. I don't know if those are – I don't know some of those teams aren't necessarily in the, in the best – you know what I'm saying? One loss. But a lot of these games are, 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 are wins on the road. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if the committee, with my personal opinion, the Big Ten being having somewhat of a down year and, and in the Pac-12, not necessarily have it from a ranking standpoint they're not down, but, you know, the Pac-12 ain't going to be here, right? And then, you know, <laughs> California and some of these other teams they ain't going to make the tournament. Stanford they ain't going to make the tournament. But, like, will Indiana State uh, get a good seeding, even if they don't win? I, I think they win. The mo the tournament, but will they? You know, what I'm saying will they get a good season uh, if uh, if they don't win the tournament?
1: They're one and three in Quad One, three and zero oh in Quad Two, seven and zero oh and eight and zero. Oh. Their net right now is twenty two. So I would feel even if they don't win the conference, they've done enough to get in. I just don't know if the committee will see it the same way. It's hard to get two teams from from the Mo Valley uh, in every year. Right. You know, if Drake ends up winning it. Right.
4: Yep. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you guys on that. I mean, I, in my opinion, they deserve to be in, you know, assuming they handle their business the rest of the way you know, and basically went out and then lose the Mo Valley championship. I mean, they're going to have damn near 30 wins if they do that. And you're going to keep a right. 30 win team or a close to 30 win team out of the tournament. You know, I, I get it. They're not playing a big 10 schedule, but you know, the Missouri Valley is also not the, the swack you know i mean it's still a, right. a mid-tier conference it's not the worst so um you know i and especially the more and more you know i heard you guys talking about the whole salary cap thing and and all that so the, it just really feels like more and more as we as we go those power teams are just going to have all the power i love having you know why not throw a mid-major team if if you can and it's between say a you know 27 and 4 Indiana State team against a, you know, eighteen and thirteen, you know, Syracuse or something. You know, like mm-hmm. get, let the little guy in there. Come on,
2: right, right, right. That's what yeah. I'd be thinking. That's little
1: guy. <laughs> yeah. So from a team that we think should get into a team that's truly on the bubble, Butler, fourteen and eight. Their net right now is a fifty. They only got three quad one wins. Uh, they just had a big win. Recently at Creighton, and uh, mm-hmm. you know they, they've they've beaten Marquette, who's number seven. They've beaten them. Uh, they've also beaten Texas Tech, who's ranked twenty-third in the yep. country. Lost the to Connecticut, uh, lost by nine on the road. So maybe that's a little moral moral victory there. But uh, do we think the dogs can get can play in? They right now they're in, Joe, based off Joe Linardi. But uh, it's gonna be a big battle for the end of the season for them.
2: I'd, I'd say they yeah. need a, a Big right. East win, a big, a big East tournament win, 500 or better. A Big East tournament win will probably get some in. Thad Mata has turned this program around. He's got a lot – like the, the starting five is a bunch of transfers, but they've all bought in, right? And then the reserves are all, you know what I'm saying, first-time freshmen, man. So uh, you got you to gotta tip your hat to Thad Mata getting that thing turned back around in such a short time. Uh, I can't necessarily say there's any one individual like this like you know what I'm saying that next Gordon Haywood or you know what I'm saying out in this bunch, but like they got a solid team. That, like Brandon said, they beat Texas Tech uh, at, at, at Texas Tech. They beat they went on the road and beat California, the the, the, the tournament team. The, you know, the committee they look at those things like that. Even though like I said, Texas Tech, California, where they're right now with their program, but it's, at that time, you know what I'm saying they Butler had a you know what I'm saying enough gumption to beat a ranked Texas Tech to beat a ranked Marquette. I think they're in. But they're gonna have to, you know, what I'm saying do their due diligence and, and try to win as many. Because uh, again, UConn is gonna run away with that that Big East. They have, they swept, they've they've already swept. They played them twice already. They've already swept them. So like, I think it kind of just comes down to them, you know, what I'm saying continuing winning. You know, what I'm saying like saying five hundred better as the, as their Big East season uh, continues. And like I said, picking up a win, maybe two, uh, in, the, in the in the in the Big East tournament. And like I said, they'll be in.
4: Yeah, I mean, you took the words right out of my mouth as far as the <laughs> scheduling,
2: particularly,
4: you know, the non-conference scheduling. It is a big thing that the committee always looks at, and you know, I'm looking at their schedule. They played four power conference teams in the non-conference. On top of that, they played Florida Atlantic and Boise State, who are both probably tournament teams. So that's six out of their 11 non-conference games that are against really good teams, not to mention a grueling Big East schedule. I mean, to me... You know, by the end of the season, they will have played one of the one of the toughest schedules in the country. So if you can if you can put up nineteen twenty wins, uh, you know, with a schedule like that, you you have to be in the tournament. You just have to be. And yeah, you know, the other point I was going to make too is the rest of their games. They've got eight games left, five of them at Hinkle. So I think that's that's a big okay. thing for them. They can hold serve at Hinkle. Yeah, you know, they could probably even lose one of those five and still get in. Um, right. So yeah, I, I think things are looking good. Like you said, Thad. I mean, you got to give Thad a lot of a lot of props. He's done uh, done a great job in a, in a really short time. So pretty yep. exciting. Uh,
1: last thing I have, uh, just going off the AP poll right now. If you had to pick right now, an NCAA champion. Obviously, we don't know what's going to go and what the brackets are going to look like oh, in boy. the road to Final Four. Purdue, North Carolina, Kansas out there if you need to but uh of those ones right now nick which one do you like to cut down the nets from those lists
4: hey i'm gonna go with what i've been saying i said it even in the off season and and it was exactly what you said earlier brandon about virginia is that uh you know when you A little lose little. to 16 seed like that you know it's so jinxed. demoralizing, and it's and it's just uh you know it's got to be just a huge chip on your shoulder and 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 on top of that, they're the best team in the country, if you ask me, so you tell me you got the best team in the country with the best player in the country, and they've got a massive chip on their shoulder, put me down for the boilers
1: oh god god I, <laughs> that just makes me nervous with you because I feel like you're trying to jinx us, and i I know how not that plays and how that all. works I'm out that because I believe that. I'll tell you this. I'm picking Purdue, and when those when those brackets come out and we do our bracket special show, here's a tease. I'm taking Purdue to win the title because this, damn it, has to be the year. It has to. It absolutely has to. It's got to be the repeat of Virginia. And i tell you what, this might be the closest Purdue ever gets to here again. And this will be the only time I'm going to have a chance to actually take them where they have a shot at it. So, I'm picking them. Indeed have to invest yeah. in this is the year
4: the other thing so, i want to say about about them for this year mm-hmm. is i pity whatever 16 seed is going to go up against them because purdue is going to beat them by Here 50 in at least yes.
1: yeah in <laughs> indy in uh, you know
4: pissed off from what happened last year it's going to be a bloodbath in that one
1: so their road would be indianapolis and then detroit as of right now yep
4: Yep, yeah, and you can lock that in. They're going to be the one in the Midwest, and they're going to be playing in Indy the first weekend. So lock that in. John, and get, your, get your travel arrangements done. You know, you're in Indy I the first weekend, Detroit the second.
2: <laughs> I don't want to be a homer so bad. Uh, I know Purdue has beaten some teams early on in the year that have gotten a little bit better. Now, the only two teams that really kind of give me pause in a tournament, you know what I'm saying? I don't think no mid-major team. Really scares me against Purdue. Purdue already beat Marquette this year, and though they are on the small side, they, you know, what I'm saying and they, they, they you know, what I'm saying they, they rebound well, they, they come out, you know, what I'm saying they, they basically kind of start all wings. I don't. Marquette's too small. The only other two teams that really kind of scare me, uh, Arizona and North Carolina. Again, some teams I, I, I do believe Purdue already played either one of those teams or both of those teams. I think they played one of those teams and already beat them. Right, but um, I think. You know, those are, you know, UConn is still somewhat of a, 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 a would be a, a handful for them. You know what I'm saying? Those are the two best teams. If it comes down to one of those two, I would have to go with, with UConn. But anybody else, whether it be Arizona, Marquette, Duke is probably a second, you know what I'm saying? A second weekend out, you know what I'm saying? Because I don't necessarily think they're, they're strong as, as they, you know saying? As they've been in, in the past. There's I like nobody out in the field. Yeah, outside of Carolina and like I said, uh, UConn, those are teams just kind of give me pause, but uh, I really would like, you know, saying like I said, Purdue, you know, this would be the year because like I use down and you know, saying you rub that in their faces, but like the two, like I said, the two <laughs> best teams right now, UConn and Purdue, and I, I see them one of those two teams, you know, saying hoisting up, cut down the net this, this this March.
1: Okay. Okay. Well. Well. Uh, Nick, thanks for joining us again. We'll get you on. We'll do our bracket special show once again in March um, as we do our go through the brackets. So, but uh, thanks for joining us tonight, buddy, on uh, kind of a little bit of a short notice.
4: Absolutely. Always great. Thank you,
1: guys. All right. See you, buddy. me. See you. All right. John, last thing before we wrap tonight. Uh, mm-hmm. WWE fallout, man. Roman. Rock, WrestleMania, press conference tomorrow. We'll see if they have the match. Cody, everybody wants Cody. There's a lot of outrage with it, uh, getting us a Seth and Cody match. Rock just kind of said, ah, I'm going to take my executive powers and I'm going to insert myself in this match that I don't rightfully deserve, the title match. I think everybody would be happy if it was non-title. Um, and then Cody actually, and that would be night two. And maybe Cody wins the title night one. With Reigns, that way Reigns says, "Hey, I'm superior ahead of everybody. I'll take you both on one each night." That's what they, I think they personally should do, but they're not.
2: Yeah, I know WrestleMania for you wrestling junkies, man. It got the rug got swept up on you, man. They, they they put Cody Rhodes on this great story arc since his return back to the WWE Wrestling uh, Entertainment. right? You can't call it WWF no more, right? Um, and with, unfortunately, the the controversies, the off, you know what I'm saying, Venture Man and Brock Lesnar, uh, you know, they, the powers to be that they're the WWE thought that it would be better for a more high profile. The Rock is more, who's more high profile than, than The Rock when, when it comes to the world of professional wrestling? They can actually still wrestle, right? You know what I'm saying? The Hulk Hogan of the world, the Rick Flair of the world. Though so they may try to get back in the ring, they can't get back in the ring, right? Uh, but like, no, man, it's the storyline that people kind of do it. I, I, I'm, I'm obviously a proponent of it. I like The Rock coming back. The pop was amazing, but the boos were also tremendously amazing. Once they, they kind of, you know what I'm saying, swerved the crowd and everybody, you know what I'm saying, taking Cody out of it. The, and then the way he did it, he's like, all right, I'm he basically stepped out. He didn't say, I'm going to throw a punch at The Rock or talk crazy to The Rock. He just kind of stepped out. So Brandon, I really expect a different part of the, of the story. I expect some type of swerve. With the reaction, with the fan reaction, you know what so I'm They of haven't announced either match
1: game. either, which is crazy. Normally know, they've done that. I
2: know. <laughs> I know, man. They, they kind of let suspense kind of, like, linger, you know saying, something like WWE is, like, not known for. But I think there's a, I think there's another part to this storyline that we haven't necessarily foreseen yet, and that's that's probably what happens. So, hope, everybody, just don't worry, man. We, we're going to get Rock, We're going to get Cody. We're going to get, you know saying, Roman Reigns. This is not necessarily going to be in the way that y'all – Think in your mind right
1: now. Okay. okay. John, you want to wrap us man?
2: Man, I do, man. Other than that, man, I know we covered a whole lot. We covered All-Star. We covered the big game on Sunday. Some people call it the Super Bowl, right? And, you know, so we have to oh. cover ourselves, so we don't, get, we, don't, we, don't get cut, we don't want to get sued for You better have, we We <laughs> be publicizing a, an, an NFL game for them. Like, it needs more, you know what I'm saying, publicity. Right. But, like, no, man, we had, a, we had a great show tonight. Thanks to all our, the friends of the program calling in, chiming in, d Uncle Reg, thanks to Nick Peterson, our basketball group, for calling in, you know what I'm saying, enlightening us, man. We were all on the same page. We we all think any out of state, the fighting sycamores, fighting trees, right, should make the tournament. IU's got a, you know what I'm saying, a tough road ahead of them. And, shoot, I I wanted to say Purdue should win not only the Big Ten regular season, but also the tournament, man. So, you know, we'll see uh, if some of our predictions kind of come to fruition outside of that. Outside of that, Brandon, I just want to say thanks thanks again to Scott K. with State Farm Insurance. And Mavericks Custom Motorsports, both our sponsors, who, who who proudly sponsor us and help us, you know, say, like I said, pay the, like you said, pay the light bills and all those things, keep keep the show moving and grooving. Outside of that, I know we didn't talk too much about the Senior Bowl or the or the uh, <laughs> or the uh, Pro Bowl that was past this weekend, man. Uh, you can catch some of those highlights if you like on NFL. Uh, dot com or whatnot, man. The, NFL, the, the Pro Bowl ain't what it used to be, y'all, but uh, it is still around. The Senior Bowl. For me, had a couple highlights, man, if, you, if you're a big college football nerd like I am and want to see, like, you know what I'm saying, the next Bo Nix or how far Bo Nix might be able to do in, in a pro setting or even Sprinter, Spencer Rattler, who was the senior Bo MVP this past weekend, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh, all of those, a lot of their talents were on display this weekend, man. There's still, uh, like I said, a lot of football left to be played and a lot of, you know what I'm saying, to, di- excuse me, to digest. You know what am saying? We still got to go through the draft and some of the offseason free agency uh, as well, besides the big game on Sundays, up like now, nah, man, me and Brandon we will be back. Crossroads next Force. Tuesday. Uh, next next Tuesday, we have a special. I'm not. Gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm not going. I'm going to keep the the special guest that we have kind of coming off the show special, and yeah, we're going to yep. that be. But anyway, special Tuesday, uh, Crossroads Sports next week. Uh, like I said, Brandon Brandon told y'all at part show we got a seven year anniversary coming up back in March. We got I, I already got my wheels turning on that one, man. I know Brandon got to go. you know saying get some from supper time because uh, his wife is calling him. But so outside of that, man, this has been episode number Crossroads Sports, episode number two eighty seven. I'm Jonathan Burson. That has been Brandon Reeve. We are Crossroads Sports. If you didn't call in tonight. Or you didn't time in on the Facebook Live, man. Why aren't you, man? So, you know what I'm saying? If you listen to my voice next time, next week, next Tuesday, call in, 929-477-3331. We'd love to hear from you. Or click the link on my page or click the link on the Crossroads Sports page or click the link on Brandon Reef's page to listen to the show. Outside of that, I know I talk fast. And like I said, you know saying? This has been a great show. Once again, uh, we'll just, you know saying? We'll try to do bigger, better ever next week. I'm Jonathan Burkson. That's Brandon Reef Again, this is Crossroads Sports. We'll talk to you later. See you next time. Thanks for listening.
1: God damn, that's an Indian. I love it, J.B. Keep it up, my man.
3: Thanks for listening to the Crossroads Sports Radio Show. You can find more episodes on iTunes and the Google Play Store. Be sure to like and subscribe for more Crossroads Sports content.